We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah! Welcome to Pod Mavericks Presents After Dark. This is Kirk Henderson and Josh Bo. We're coming to you late on Wednesday night. Well, it's like 10.05. It's not that late. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks just defeated the Sacramento Kings 123-119 to in a very entertaining game. If you were only watching basketball in this one particular point in time, not considering any of the ramifications or what it might mean for the Mavs past or future. I'm joined by Josh Bow. How are you, Josh? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, settling in. I know what's coming. <laughs> I know it's happening. I told I, you made fun of me because I've been really bad on my predictions. Rightly so. You should make fun of me, but this one's happening, and I, I, I mean, they're winning these next two games. Mavericks are going to be in the play-in. I don't know what's going to happen after the play-in, but knowing my luck, they're probably going to take Denver to six games in the first round, and then no, I mean they got to win two games. Like, like I know. I'm just talking do, about the universe. They play on the road in both play-in games. They don't win on the road. I this know, is the dumbest fucking possible outcome it's to so a season funny. filled with dumb outcomes. It's very funny. It's perfect. <laughs> it is. It's perfect. Uh, let's talk about the game first, and then we can go in reverse and talk about Mark Cuban's hilarious attempt to rewrite the narrative filled with Jason Kidd staring at a media member like a sociopath as he questions why people might want him to be fired. Um, the game was really, it was like a really fun basketball game. Just a really fun game. The The Mavericks and the Kings really punched each other in the mouth kind of repeatedly. We saw every element of why Sacramento thinks, you know, I mean, this is the first time they're going to make the playoffs since 2006. And they're fun. They're good. They're playing on the second night of a back-to-back, and the, they just didn't get enough shots to fall. Yeah, I mean, they had tired legs. You can totally see it in the second half. I mean, they missed they missed so many jumpers. <laughs> I mean, it was... They were 32%, 12 of 37 from three, whereas the Mavericks were a hilarious 20 of 44 from three. And that is the only reason the Mavericks won, because they were out-rebounded by 20. Yeah. The, the Kings made um, 
in the second half, the Kings made, oh my goodness, they made two, they made seven shots outside of the paint in the second half. Um, the Mavericks made 11 threes from above the break in the second half alone. Um, not even counting mid range and corner. So, yeah, I mean, they just, they had no legs and even though they were still dominant, uh, on the glass and at the rim, they were 23 of 25 at the rim. Uh, <laughs> guess what? It doesn't matter because the Mavericks made 23 pointers. So it doesn't matter if you're, if you know, if you're great on the boards or if you're great in the paint, um, three point shooting just eliminates that, it. Like, yeah, yes, Kyrie Irving was amazing guys. I'm not discounting Kyrie Irving's amazing. No, but that was part of it. How many threes did he make in the fourth quarter? Yeah, he, he had made... six threes in the game yeah, and he's like, been that's part bad of it. from three for a while. Yeah. So, Tim Hardaway, five of eight. I mean, this shit's hilarious. Christian yes. Wood, three of seven after looking like a ghost for three straight games. I mean, it's just perfect. It's yeah, just I mean, they, perfect. They make threes. I mean, that, that's this is their 11th straight clutch game. <laughs> um, we keep, you know, for a team that's on a slide, like I said this after the Hawks game, for a team that's lost seven of eight and like the, 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 the sky is falling, like just – they don't look like a team that's like it's over. Like maybe some points of the Charlotte games for sure, but like they don't get blown out. Like it's like if this team even wanted, I don't even think this team, this team could lose by 20 points if they wanted to, because yeah. they, they just, they make threes. And if you make threes, you can't get blown out. Like it's yep. just, the and even is, when they don't make, they shoot so many yes. threes that even <laughs> when they don't make a lot they're unless they're shooting like 20%, right. they're going to hang and hang and hang. And that's sort of the, the really big difference in this one. It, it, it's like since the, since the trade, I tweeted this several games ago, I need to update the stats, but in wins, the Mavericks shoot 48% from three and losses. They shoot 30, like 34%. And it, it's only gotten worse you know, the Mavericks shot 45.5% from three tonight. And, and it's just On 44 attempts, <laughs> 44 attempts. So 60 points from three point range. So that is why they won. Oddly enough in the post game, it's like, Oh, you really locked down on deep. No, no, they didn't lock down anyone on defense. The other team didn't make open shots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And of course, you know, it's not just it's not like they're just walking down and jacking them up, although Kyrie's made three on one on five is one of the funniest fucking things I've seen. Like yeah. I even if you're like objectively frustrated at the win in relation to what it means for the Mavs future, a lot of the things that happened in the individual game tonight were really cool. Like just some incredible stuff that happened. Kyrie Luca really looking great on offense together. Um, you know, Dalton Trigg just tweeted this. This is the case, like. Bill Ritter of, of CBS like talked about the Kyrie effect. And it's like, like, look, if you're blaming Kyrie Irving for this, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They can't guard. That's it. Yeah. And like that, that should be obvious. We know this. I, so it's like the, the discourse around this team pisses me off, but then, and it's like, it, it makes it harder to enjoy like the fun elements of it because I I've said this for, for, I don't know, two weeks now, players are not going to tank period. No, if they're on the floor, they're going to play hard. And that's what they've been doing for the last month, even though they've lost. Um, the only times I felt like the season they were like legitimately giving up was maybe those two first halves against Charlotte. And then even then they still rebounded in the second half. Like mm-hmm. they still didn't go out quietly. Like it's it's pretty remarkable. Um, here's a stat that's kind of piggybacking off that three-point article I wrote a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Since the Kyrie trade, the Mavericks have five, now five games where they've made 20 or more 
three-pointers. Since the Kyrie trade, five games, team 20 made threes or more. They had three all of last season. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, this is this is one of the greatest offenses I've ever seen. Um, and I'm not exaggerating. And I know the overall numbers don't look great. Like, they're still like, I mean, they still look great. But I mean, I know the overall numbers since the Kyrie trade, I think they're like six or seven. But when Luca and Kyrie are on the floor, the rate that they score at would be the greatest offense of all time. Yeah. And it's off, like you watch it and it's obvious. And it's just like, these guys are so good. It's just, it's just outrageous. And you think about, and you add in the fact that, boy, does Kyrie want that five-year deal so bad. Uh, you give him that extra motivation. Uh, it's I mean, just, I thought his ankle was destroyed on that tangled play where he ended up on the ground because it looked yeah. ugly. And then he just got up and went to work. Yeah. And think about like Luca hasn't really done anything the last two games now um, in terms of like carrying there's, the load. I mean, yeah, he, there's been like no super or what is it? Super Cyan Luca? Like, yeah, he, yeah. he hasn't gone nuts. And they, yeah, yeah. He's under 50% from the floor, under 30% from three these last two games. And they've almost won, you know, almost won the Atlanta game. And it's been, you know, it's Kyrie. Like this, <laughs> these last two games, even though the Hawks game was a loss, it's why you make the trade, right? Like if Luca yep. was playing like he did tonight, and you swapped in Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, they mm. lose this game like one nineteen to like one hundred five. Like and and I know people love Dorian in the defense, but like they wouldn't. The defense was not great when they were here. So like, I don't want to hear it. Like if if they didn't make this trade, they would have lost this game a hundred percent, like ten times out of ten. If Luka might have won some other ones though. Might yes, I will give you that. But in this this type of game, where Luke, like you just see the value of Kyrie, like when Luca sure. doesn't have yeah. to be Superman, and you're like, yeah. wow, like isn't this kind of a weird feeling to watch Luca just kind of stand off ball for both? Like he really didn't do much in the fourth quarter at all in terms yeah, of nice. offense. So like, how often have we seen that? And like even with Brunson, like you yeah. just never you no, never it, see it, that. That so. part was interesting because it, it it just didn't require all he needed to do was move the ball. Yeah. Move the ball. He did a like Luca took two a, shots in the fourth quarter. He didn't make any shots in the fourth. He was 0 for 2 in the fourth. Luca was a won. defensive rebounding monster. I mean, <laughs> understanding the Kings grabbed 20 offensive rebounds is kind of a dumb shit thing to say, but relative to the rest of the team, Luca is he was the, the only, only one rebounding. Yeah. <laughs> he's the uh, he had 10. The next person had four. Well, Green so, had nine too. So Green was oh, okay. Did he? Oh, yeah. There's Josh Green. Sorry, I was just scrolling past him. No, odd. Uh, Josh had a lot of long rebounds. Josh is an odd rebounder. He's, he's, I know. I mean, Green even played a good game, you know, hit a couple of corner threes. Um, yep. there, there was just, there's a lot to take away from this game so long as you aren't looking at how, how much it matters, or in some cases to a lot of people, maybe doesn't matter. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, I don't know how many day-to-day discussions you have with anybody in your life, but trying to explain what the Mavs tragic or magic number like drives me crazy. Like, yep. I've had, oh, well, the Mavericks need to do this. Like, no. So this game, because the Bulls also won, this game puts them firm, firmly in the driver's seat. They need to beat the Chicago Bulls. They need to beat the uh, who are in. They are locked in. The Chicago Bulls are locked in to the tenth. Yeah, they can't in, go up. They the can't East. go down. The uh, then the the Spurs who they play in the final game of the season, uh, who also have no no real real reason to win. Um, I think it is safe to assume the Dallas Mavericks are going to make the plan. What that means is that they will be locked then into I think the eleventh worst record. Which means unless they were to move, you know, if they were to get knocked out of the play, actually, I'm not really sure how this works. If they were to make the playoffs, I, I'm pretty sure they stay just based off their regular season record at that place in the lottery lineup. And the only way they would keep the pick is if they moved up to the top four, because the anything outside of the top 10 goes to the New York Knicks. And we've talked a little bit about that in here, um, that the... the I don't want to put too much of an emphasis on this, but this, I am a big fan of this draft. I think losing the pick sets up a chain reaction of things, which then happen in the off season, because look, if everybody's happy that the Mavericks would then get 10th in the plan, you would expect them to win once in the road, twice in the road, then go play the number one seed and then win a playoff series, which has in the short time of the plan, in the short time of the plan, no one has ever done. So you're expecting a team which gives up historic points in the paint can really only win if they hit their three pointers to go on a like a historic heater. I'm trying not to be a negative Nancy because you want to enjoy these wins. No, but, but the doomsday scenario is staring. Everybody. It's staring it's, at them because the way I like like when I say like a a bunch of things could happen at once, they could lose in the playing game, they could lose their draft pick. They could lose Kyrie Irving. They could lose Luka Doncic. Maybe not in one after another succession, but you're staring at a lot of things that happen all in a row. Um, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. <laughs> I'm trying not to be like super emotional or like screaming about it, but when you pair that with the true ass hattery. Of of Mark Cuban and Jason Kidd in the pregame, uh, I don't know what to do because I think like I I started off the game and we'll we'll get to some of the pregame comments. Um, 
so uh, so Cody in the chat said, or Kristoff uh, uh, in the chat says, doesn't OKC have to lose against the Jazz for it to even be possible? Basically, the Thunder have to win out to keep ahead of the Mavericks because they are ahead of the Mavericks. Yeah, I just if, don't see Oklahoma City winning out. Yeah, they have to. If, they, if Oklahoma City goes two and zero, it doesn't matter. The Mavs are out of the play. Yeah, and and I just don't see that. So I do see them beating Oklahoma City. I just it's winning. It's tough. Like the Oklahoma City. Uh, I, I again, I'm being emotional and whiny after a win which is stupid so the but, funny the funny thing though about okc is they are also like the mavericks are playing two teams that are not going to try to win and okc mm-hmm. will also be playing two teams not trying to win yes so who knows now one of okc's games is on the road so we'll we'll see that but they play at utah um tomorrow and utah is not trying to win laurie Markin is not playing anymore walker kessler's not playing anymore and then they'll play Memphis at home, I think, on Saturday. And Memphis is officially locked into two. They can't go to three. They can't go to one. So mm-hmm. there's no – and that's the last game we've ever seen. There's no way anyone's playing in that game. Or if they are, they're only playing like a quarter or a half. Yeah. So, yeah. they. I mean, it would – I mean, OKC could win these next two games. Yes. But, I mean, no, you're right. I just don't see it. I know. I know. I see them dropping. I think they're going to lose one as well. I do too. So, so okay. So, let me – pivot then to talking about some of the pregame stuff so if you don't pay attention to pregame i you are a lucky person we kind of have to just based off of our gigs and <laughs> feel like it's the the meme of the the guy looking out the the train on the happy guy and the sad guy looking out different windows of the train the happy one of <laughs> the people that get to ignore pregame comments mark cuban gave his ones. first pregame availability though i can remember in some time i don't know what uh i think since <laughs> The last time I remember him talking to the media about basketball was when they were had that seven game win streak. So I'm going to share my screen here, and we can see these together. Uh, those of you who are listening on the on the audio, you'll just have to hear me doing some reading. Um, in the pregame uh, with media availability, so I'm going to Tim McMahon because Tim was, uh, but all Dallas media had the opportunity to hear Cuban say this. Mark Cuban blamed Rick Brunson for the Mavericks losing Jalen in free agency, saying, quote, things went south when the parents got involved. Um, then he went to give a comment about Kyrie Irving, where he said, I want him to stay. At, when asked if he's a max free agent, Cuban says, I'm not going to negotiate with you. And then what might have been the funniest one, uh, Mark Cuban says that resigning Kyrie is the Mavericks' top summer priority. When asked about Christian Wood, he said, quote, I'm not going to go through individual <laughs> players. Man, you just talked about an individual player. Stop stepping in the field of rakes. He's so bad at this. <laughs> okay. Very funny. And then it, it's it says he says he Mark Cuban believes Luka Doncic wants to spend his entire career in Dallas, but quote, we have to earn that. Then there was like a long back and forth. Um Tim um Tim Hardaway Jr.'s dad, Tim Hardaway Sr. gave a like kind of a it wasn't a bad interview, just sort of incendiary, basically saying that he doesn't think that Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving are team leaders, which forced Tim Hardaway Jr. to have to respond about it and basically said, I love these guys. They're great leaders. I don't agree with my dad at all. But then there was like another element, and I'm gonna switch to um I'm gonna switch to another tab because different people were um basically sharing different elements of what Mark Cuban was saying, which when these guys like there's a reason Josh and I don't do this because number one, I'd be really bad because transcription is hard. Number two, it's like a race to get the quote up first and you can see who does it. And like, there's like a real Twitter engagement thing for it, but it's not for me. Like we don't really care about Twitter engagement because Twitter engagement doesn't do anything for anybody. Tim Cato uh, got the really fun one where he said, (laughs) (laughs) and this is from Mark Cuban. 
I don't think it's kids problem that we didn't have an identity. The game changed in ways we didn't expect it to change. So I blew it. It was on me personally because the game changed in terms of, and get this guys in terms of the take foul and the speed of the game. Get out of here, Mark Cuban. The take foul in the speed of the game? It's because you haven't changed the roster since 2019. <laughs> and and so so this is the fun part. He took a lot of responsibility for this. Mark Cuban did. And I, I went it. You and I argued in, in Slack over this because you said, wow, it's it's Mark Cuban. Um, it's Mark Cuban saying taking some responsibility yeah. for this. This is my, a bar is so, my bar is so low that that's that's what clears it to so. which me the you know what i do for work i manage a small team and i also manage our team for for what we do at mass moneyball and i'm kind of losing my mind because it's like me taking responsibility for something i shouldn't have been doing in the first place so mark cuban's saying i'm really sorry for not gming this team properly perhaps and here's a wild take perhaps we should let a general manager generally manage that's what you pay basketball people for there are a fleet of people who do this for a living and have built their whole lives up into doing it they didn't get lucky selling broadcast.com on april fool's day 1999 and decide they want to be you know fantasy general managers human came on our show almost a year ago maybe 13 months ago and said something to the effect of wouldn't you do this if you were in my place it was a great question. And I said, absolutely, of course, but no one should ever let me manage an NBA team. So I just, I find myself like going insane over this. <laughs> but it's also like, we knew this, like it, part of me is just like, you're right. Like I, I don't disagree with anything you said, but also it's never going to change. It's always been like this. I, I can't, I can't put any brain power to it. I can. Or, I'm going to fight you, the tide. I know I'm you fight are. fight the tide until the end of it. I know. But it, like, and again, I don't want to try, I'm not trying to disagree with you. It's more just like, <laughs> if, if I, I don't know you, since you, you moved away from Texas, I don't know if you, you know, you, you're, you're not as ingrained. Uh, I know you grew up um, sure. here, but you know, one of the funniest things about Dallas sports talk radio since like, you know, basically since after the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl is like Jerry, the owner should fire Jerry, the GM. And that's mm. been like repeated so often by sports talk radio that like, it's kind of become like a meme in the industry. And like, it's basically happened to Cuban now. I mean, it's, it has like, and that's kind of the call for it. And it's, but just like with the Cowboys and with Jerry Jones, it's not going to change. Uh, just like with the, the Mavericks and Mark Cuban, it won't change either until he's not the owner anymore. And that's not going to happen until, he passes away or he sells it to uh he passes it down to his kids yeah. so yeah and the fun you know, part the, about this the fun part about this and josh alluded to this earlier they're gonna go on a run the next yeah. several weeks and people are gonna be like see wasn't this fun and it's like was it yeah there's 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 something very funny and i'm guilty of it too about how we've treated this final playing spot like it's almost the equivalent of the eighth seed. Like, like there's kind of been this like rallying around, like make the play and make the play in, which obviously they should do. like, not saying that they shouldn't, but there's just something kind of funny about like, like they're still the 10th team. Like if they make the play in, they're still the 10th best team in the Western conference. 
And that's still like a colossal failure for this team. Like, you know, but it's like, but it's like, we're kind of like mixing the play in with like making the playoffs. And I think that smart marketing, if the Mavericks lean into that, um, I don't blame them. Like that's a good way to take some heat off of you, but it it is kind of funny to think about like, like rallying for the 10th, the 10th best team in the, in the Western conference. Like it's very silly. They have to, like, they're supposed to play the games. They're supposed to win when they're on the floor. It's their jobs, but it's just, it's very funny because if they make the play in and then they lose the play in, it's like, no, that doesn't, you didn't make the playoffs. Like, it's, no. you know, like, you, like that's, and even if they make the eighth seed and they lose in like four or five games, it's again, it's like, just because you rally to get into final. it, that, that does, yeah, that doesn't, I have a feeling that the spin is going to be that like, because of how, like, if they can rally and they win these next two games and then they win two play in games, it's going to be like, well, look how we close the season and they're going to use that as a way to deflect criticism from the fact that this has been a pretty catastrophic season historically, which you can't, you can't argue that historically, this is a catastrophic season considering, um, you know, Luka Doncic's age and, and talent. So, you know, we'll see, but I know that's going to, that's coming. We know it's coming. So I'm not looking forward to that part of it, but we'll see what happens. It's killing me. Because the more, <laughs> more frustrated than I am. Now, I don't necessarily think that that kid has been so disappointing. And so for um for 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 him to sort of for for for, for Cuban to he try would... to cover in that regard is disappointing because he's like, well, I'm taking the blame for this team that I put together. Yeah. It goes back to what I've said for two weeks, well, for yeah. the better part of a year, where they don't know why they won. They don't know why they won. And then I I, w- I do want to get to this kid quote. Um, yeah, I was going to say we haven't even talked about kid. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to switch. We're gonna we're gonna listen to this one together. Um, and then maybe I will I will read it for for the people who are listening. Um, before the game, uh, he was asked. Kid was asked kind of about his. Um, so this is Grant Afset, DallasBasketball.com, who records a billion minute videos and then lets us uh you know re- reshare them. So thanks, Grant. Um, he he. Is he looking forward to running it back next season? You know, uh, it, Mavericks. Uh, he was let known that that Cuban endorsed Jason Kidd to run the to be coach again for next year. Is he looking forward to running it back? And Kidd responds with, "Quote: Did you guys ask me that question last year? Fuck no, you didn't. I'm just asking. You didn't ask that question last year. And this is another thing where it, it's like that is gaslighting. You made the Western Conference Finals last year, friend." You're about to bear like you might not make the play in this year. It's a fair <laughs> question. You've like kid's not done a good job. Anybody that thinks that kid has done a good job doesn't know what a good job is. I I, I and you know, I don't think he's gonna get fired. I think he should no. be fired. He's he's not a good coach. They have a young coaching staff that doesn't really like they're they're the only thing they've been good at is bringing along younger players, but end of game situations like Really, again, they played another clutch game tonight, so congratulations for being 26 and 28 in clutch games, guys. Put that banner up on the wall. Um, it, it, you know, Jeff, Jeff Gatlin says, no, it's the wrong time for the question. It was not the wrong time for the question, Jeff, because Cuban endorsed him in his comments. When Cuban says things out loud, it forces reporters to have to ask about it. Cuban shouldn't have maybe gone on the record like he always does because what Cuban did was create even more. 
like between the Brunson stuff and everything he said, he made a bunch of stories where all the where all of us, like me, Josh, Tim Cato, Tim McMahon, everybody else, I don't want to say we're ready to be done with this, but we don't want to have to cover some of this stuff. It's not fun. This is this is maddening. No, and it's it's like what what are you accomplishing? You know, you, you know, I understand that from Cuban's point of view, what he thinks he's accomplishing is he's trying to explain his side of the story. And in a way you can, you know, everyone can understand the human that. side of it. hundred yeah, percent. You just, you know, he, I mean, he believes this, he, you know, I mean, I don't, I mean, maybe he, you know, he could be lying, but I mean, just take him at face value. If you, you know, it's not that hard to think that he believes that he feels like the Brunson thing rubbed him the wrong way and the way it went down and he's trying to explain himself. Yeah. But again, the question just becomes to what to what end, you know, because there's just a kind of weirdness that comes off from like mentioning the parents, which is really funny because Kyrie Irving's agent is his stepmother. Um, and you just talked about how negotiations become bad. That. Like it's just such un like it's yeah. just such an unforced error because I wrote a piece that got that was not well received before we hired Jason Kidd, the Mavericks before the Mavericks hired Jason Kidd to speak like I'm part of the team. Um, that basically laid out 15 years of Cuban missteps. Teams, agents, players have a long memory. You speak about a guy's family, that does not go away. I'm sorry. Brunson has basically all but gone on record. All sorts of back channel stuff that all he wanted to do was be here. All he wanted to do. So Cuban yeah. gets in front of cameras today to basically say, well, that's not true. Here's my text messages. I'm sorry. Right. Nobody believes you. No one believed you. Even if you're right, that you you cannot win as an owner in that situation, period. Right. And especially when Brunson, you know, and it's not like Brunson, you know, Brunson basically saying, I wanted to be there. It didn't happen, mm-hmm. you know, but I have nothing but good things to say. Like Brunson took the high road and Cuban reacted like it was a dig or something. And, Maybe, you know, if if it, what's true about the extension thing, I can understand him wanting to, like, clarify that. But at the end of the day, the best optic look is probably just, you know, just kind of do the same thing Brunson did. Hey, it didn't work out. It didn't happen. Yep. Uh, we wish the best to him. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, again, it's just he wants to – that's just not what he's thinking. Well, it, he's it gonna... serves up Brunson an opportunity to – like, it's an alley-oop dunk if Brunson wants it to be. Right. Like, I don't think he will. I don't, I don't think, think he will either. But players talk, agents talk, and it's just not a good look. I'm sorry. It's not a good look. And again, that the Mavericks won this game papers over so much because that's what we would have led with with this. We would have led with this. Yeah, if they because there's lost. just a lot, there's a lot of 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 it's that meme of the guy standing on the on the um the awards medal thing chewing, ah, yeah, and then he's like 10th. Yeah. That's the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Mavericks. It really is. And I w- I really wish I could have enjoyed Kyrie's awesome play in a vacuum, but instead I'm watching this going, what do we do? And unfortunately, we don't do anything. We'll just continue to talk about this. And, you know, you like you made the comment that your Twitter account is going to get firebombed if the Mavs like, win six games in the first round, which makes me laugh. It's You know it's happening. If mm-hmm. I mean, if that scenario happens, you know that that's what's going to happen to me. It is. Okay, so do you got anything else? No, um, other than, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. Other than man, I mean, 
Kyrie has put together two of the greatest fourth quarters in Mavericks history now, and he's only been here for half a season. Which shot was your favorite shot from his? Um, the corner three that looked like it touched the ceiling before it went mm-hmm. over the rim and it no, nothing but net. That I mean, was that was crazy. It's just the, it's and like then the watching. One- the one on five was pretty good too, but one I on think five that, was that was mine. I was yours. like, uh, my 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 stream was behind, and I saw someone in our Slack let out a stream of expletives, and it was like, oh my, something good is coming. <laughs> um, okay, guys. So a couple of things. First, I didn't ask you to, uh, Josh. Did you did you turn off your camera because you're you're looking like uh, one of my one of my oh, one of my I, guests on the oh, live no, show? No, I did not. I don't know what happened. That's outstanding. Well, we're about ready to go anyways, and we're not a professional stream. We don't get paid. There, for this yet. there we go. Weird. Um, I want you to go smash the subscribe button if you're new here. I also want you to hit the, the alert button because I'm going to come back in about 20 minutes, and we're going to do a live show. It's going to be called Mavs Party because uh, with a question mark, very much like I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, where if you want to come up here, yell at me, tell me why all my takes are wrong, talk to me about the quotes, talk to me about the game. I want to hear all of it. I have a great time on these live shows. They're emotionally exhausting because being in front of a camera is hard, but I've had a great time the last three or four times we've done this. I got to upload this to our podcast stream because that's actually how Josh and I get paid, but we're building up this YouTube and we're going to have a good time with it. We're close to 750 subscribers, which isn't much, but we've been doing it for a week and I'm really delighted with the feedback I'm getting. Um, Please, please hit that subscribe button and the bell to be alert and we will come back and talk leave comments, do all that wonderful stuff. It's very important for us. Those of you who are subscribing uh, via podcast, go ahead and leave me a review. Five stars if, if or four stars. We'll take four. Uh, and, and let me know what else you want from me. You know, depending on what the Mavericks do this summer, we're kind of formulating our, well, and in, in the rest of the season here, we're still talking about our, our off-season plans. We have a lot of different ways we can go. Um, having a lot of fun. Really appreciate all your support. Josh, you got anything else? Uh, no, let's get, let's get out of here. All right, see you guys Friday where the Dallas Mavericks play the Chicago Bulls who are apparently resting everyone. Fantastic. This has been Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow of Pod Mavericks After Dark, and we will talk with you all soon. Thanks for hanging out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.